You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. They said they said they, wanted, they said they wanted to eat at a at a restaurant. And I was like, okay. Where? Which restaurant are you going to? Uh, La Casona. It's a it's a like a Mexican grill. I don't know, man. That sounds. Well, I, I said we should bring it and take it home, but nobody nobody else wanted to. Mm. So, I it's, mean, I'm I outvoted. Him, it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. No coronavirus. Do what I want. <laughs> whatever. Yes. Whatever. So we're recording a Word Bros. We don't have a guest this week. We had a hard time trying to find a guest for the week before Christmas. Uh, We'll be back next week with the Ferguson father-son comic team, Drew and Lee Ferguson from Sam and his Talking Gun. We're going to talk to them next week. So that'll be fun. Um, But in the meantime, it's just Kevin and I chatting about stuff. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Bob. How are you? I'm good, man. And uh, if you don't know, today is Sunday. It's Kevin's birthday. Kevin, what are you, 44? Yeah, I believe so. I lost count after 30 something. What year you know? were you born? 76. Okay, so yeah. So yeah. yeah. You're 44. So because I'm my birthday was the day before. Yeah, his birthday yours. was yesterday. So yes. so go on social media and wish Bob a happy birthday cuz he's a wonderful man. It was my 43rd birthday. Yeah, he's a younger man than I am. A younger man, just a little bit younger. It's weird it's it's weird that we were writing partners and we were born a year and a day, a day apart. apart. And that's why I said we should name our, our writing company a year and a day. If we ever write for TV, that's what we'll name it. A year, year and a day. day. That's weird. Yeah. I think Word Bros will just work. We're just the Word Bros. <laughs> we'll just be the Word Bros forever. Well, at, the, at this point, though, it's already been kind of, uh, we're working on branding already at this point. We have a lot Oh, I just meant for TV. We can't be Word Bros when we, if we write anything for TV ever. Why not? I mean, the Word Bros has to do with writing comics, doesn't it? I think it just has to do with words. Does it? Yeah, because this isn't comics. This is talking. This is a yeah. podcast. This is talking. yeah, but we we only named it Word Bros. For those of you that don't know, we we had we had like we had like a, a discussion thread on what we should name the podcast, and it was hard to find a podcast name. Um, and we came up with with some cool ones, but I think we liked Word Tang Clan the best. But he already named it Word Bros. At yeah, that. I already. Well, I didn't name. I, I and we also and we also. Yeah, we also didn't want to get punched in the face by um, Ghostface Killer. No one wants to get murked by Ghostface Killer at a con. If I was going to get murked by anybody, I'd rather it be Ghostface Killer. I mean, that's respectable at least. Yeah, you because know? it's a it's cool not, story. It's not like Mace came up at a... At a, at a, at a <laughs> <laughs> um, Comic-Con and murked you. Now, <laughs> yeah, that would Got be his jaw broke. Yeah. We, um... <laughs> I wanted to do something with you because I was, I don't know, I didn't prepare you for this at all, but the question came to me unprepared as well. So I'm going to ask you the question unprepared. Um, Joey Galvez from the Two Scout Geeks and his own podcast that we've appeared on that I should probably know the name of. Um, Let me see here. He messaged me. House of Indy. House of Indy. Yes. Brian. Yes, yes, they do a po- they do a bunch of stuff. Joey's got a whole bunch of podcasts. He asked me to be a part of something that I want you to try to be a part of too. 
and it's um your top 10 indie books of the year yeah he asked me this and i had to think on like like off the cuff uh, well, no pun intended i was thinking maybe you and i could just do five together like i'm sure the, we could talk about them yeah. yeah for this podcast purposes um you know i figured that's something that we could do people like lists yeah, it depends on what we're talking about, though, with indie comics. Are we talking about indie indie comics, or are we talking about just comics that aren't Marvel and DC? Well, that's what I asked, too, and he said car- comics that aren't Marvel and DC. Okay, then that's like, easy. Yeah, because Boom is indie comics, because it's not Marvel and DC. It's weird, though, considering that like Boom is a big corporation that puts out all these great books, and they're indie comics, because when I think... Sometimes when I think indie comics, I think like self-publishing. So do I. Yeah, That's yeah. why I ask that question because if, if I think we could do two lists then, like because no, I can't because I don't have that many lists. <laughs> I'm just laughing because um, out of the stuff I've read this, like, it, it, it's weird because I think some of the stuff I read this year, other people have read way sooner since I trade weight. Yeah. So, <laughs> those, so you're saying stuff on your book list is going to be from like 2015? No, that's not that bad. Uh, but it's not it's not like really up to date stuff. I would well, say. I don't like, even think I don't even care if it's stuff that came out this year. It could just be things that you've read in 2020 that you've really enjoyed. Um, I'm reading and I'm really enjoying Little Bird by um, DVP. I think his name is. Uh, Darcy Van Polgeist, I think that's how you okay. say his name. Pol- I think Pol- Van Polgeist is how you say it. And I like that one so far, but I haven't finished it because it's a hardcover. Um, well, you love hardcover. I do. So he got me with the hardcover. We were like, oh, it's a hardcover. I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. Um, but um, it's so fun. You could literally put like a piece of shit in a hardcover. Like and an I would want to buy it. And get him and, like, I want that. It's a hardcover. I want that hardcover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy um it's a it's a crazy it's a marketing it's a, ploy that works perfectly every time on yeah. me every time it, it, i mean and and if given a choice between a hard cover and a soft cover i'll buy the hard cover almost every time unless i haven't read it before and then i'm kind of iffy on it like if if i haven't read something by that person i don't I'm like, i'll try the soft cover first but this book was only available in hardcover and it got like really good reviews so i was like well how much does the hardcover cost and it wasn't that expensive for a hardcover okay. so i was like okay that's cool I'll, I'll go with it it's a hard cover it's not that expensive if i if i lose i lose uh, every now you got to gamble when you when you're that kind of book fan yeah <laughs> like you love your hard covers man gotta know when to walk away and know when to run i mean you really do and it's not just it's just your life you love hard covers like you want all of our kickstarters to be hard covers and i'm always like no it's too expensive to do and you're like no hard cover man hard just cover. one one hard cover uh well the reason why is because i know other book nerds when i used to work in the bookstore other book nerds will buy hardcovers like very fast and they are more expensive but they look nicer on a bookshelf so it's the Mm -hmm. same it's the same aesthetic reason that other book nerds like it um i think it's from working in the bookstore because you're just so so part of your love for it is not readability it's how it looks on the shelf for for a hardcover book Mm -hmm. it depends because the hardcover books usually have everything in there too so it's also my like like, did you buy DVDs just because they had special features in them before? I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's that too because the hardcovers got the special features. So like, you, I want to understand like how they came about to this process and how they got here to like point to point C from point A. Like, I want them to to, and, I, and I'm I'm saying like backwards you because you watch B. the movie. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> you go right through B on that and that journey because 
because you're going backwards basically you've seen the movie already now this is how we got there like you want to see how the sausage is made if you right and and that and that and that that's not with everything so like some some things are like oh there's a script in here i bought warren ellis red in hardcover i believe it is because there's a script back there okay because i wanted to see what warren ellis's scripts look like which is weird to say that I want, but this is a while ago, so this is not this year. I went and bought it because of the things that have been going on with Warren Ellis. Um, I'm not saying I'm boycotting his stuff or anything, but um, I, I can't exactly be supportive of it. No, I understand what you're saying. I feel yeah. I feel the same way about Woody Allen. Like we had this conversation. Yeah. I love Woody Allen. I love Woody Allen's films. Um, one of the comics that I'm going to reference later is like. Uh, like a goth Woody Allen movie and I don't want to put that on anybody but I, I love Woody Allen like I can't help it but he's a total scumbag yeah he's a creep right yeah no he is it, but that's what it comes down to like when we were talking about that time separating art from artists sometimes it's hard for people to do and I understand if that's like your thing and you you can't do that like no I get it when we talked about the like the wrestler Hulk Hogan the character of Hulk Hogan and Terry Bollea are two different people so like Hulk Hogan is the character. See, so I don't. Can... Now nah, I think that's a bad example for me. Do you? Like, yeah, yeah, Hulk it's Hogan probably a bad Hulk example. Hogan. Like, I don't care what T- Terry Bollea does, but Hulk Hogan is a racist dude. Now. Right, <laughs> that's been right. Rude. And and yeah. I was saying like that shouldn't poison your childhood if you grew because you didn't know then that he was like yeah. that. So like it shouldn't it shouldn't like taint like taint your memories of wrestling or anything because someone someone was talking to me about that and i was like i don't know like it's a weird line to walk because i i do not pay any more attention to hulk hogan since the racism charge like i don't don't even bother um he could be doing something i wouldn't give a shit because he's messed that up for himself in in my opinion um with warren ellis i I feel like it was weird because he tried to apologize but didn't really apologize his apology wasn't good though no, that's what I mean. Yeah, he, he, for, I feel like for someone who fashion, he's a he's a professional writer. It like just came just, off as sort of like, yeah, I'm sorry. Arrogant and if, smug. If, if, I'm sorry if you feel that way. Basically, yeah, like it was a really bad, as apologies go, that might have been one of the worst ones ever. And and I and I and I felt bad for the people who were out talking about like how the, he made them feel. Um, based on the way he apologized about it because it was almost like i'm sorry i made you feel that way but i had no idea like i was someone famous that's bullshit yeah dude. stop I, yeah that's yeah. kind of a bullshit thing to yeah. say because like, like you go to con like you don't think you're someone famous but i'm sure you get an appearance fee at every show you go to all your food is comped all your rooms are comped your travels comped there's there's lines of people to meet you you may not be like like george clooney famous but you famous I mean, you're famous enough because yeah. you're you're mentioned in the same circles as like Neil Gaiman and Grant Morrison. Yeah, you're famous. Like those yeah. lum- luminaries yes. of comic books. The luminaries. Luminaries. That'd have been a good name books. for a podcast. The lum- luminaries. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not very luminary, Bob. No, that's the that's the funny part about it. We're not luminary. No. no but yeah, no. Um, but anyway, so um, back to what we were just talking about. Um, so is that little bird book going to be on your list of things? I haven't finished it, so I, I don't know. If he sticks to landing, then probably it'll be on the next list we do. You know, I think one thing we can agree on, which I'm, I know didn't come out this year, but what I read this year is The Savage Shores. The Savage Shores is probably yeah. my top book of the year. Like, yeah, probably even though it didn't come out this year. I don't know when that book came out. But that's when I read it because of the trade. And it was, <laughs> hard to, it, it was hard to get the trade. Like, it was weird because I, try, I tried to get the trade while um, – 
like right after they finished putting out the fifth issue and I, you couldn't get it anywhere. And I was like, I kept on trying to order it. I can go to third eye comics in Richmond and be like, Hey, can you order me this trade? And they're like, Oh, we don't have it. Oh, we don't have it. We don't have like, Okay. Okay. According to these Savage Shores came out November 12th, 2019. Um, so the trade probably wasn't out. That's the first pub. No, that's the first trade paperback. It looks like. So, I mean, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll take it. I think that's good. It's not too far behind. You know not too I mean? far behind. And it's probably the best book I've read all year, uh, I would say. Um, I, I enjoyed almost like that book was just nonstop enjoyable. So Yeah, it was good. Uh, I really enjoyed it, too. And the only reason why I read it is because you told me you kept telling me how great it was. So I, I read it and it was it was damn good. Yeah. And and, that, and, that, and it's nice when you read a comic like that because it gave me feelings that I haven't had when I read a comic since probably Four Kids Walk Into a Bank or We Can Never Go Home. When you finish yeah. those kind of comics, like both of those comics, I was like, damn, this is a really good comic. Like it's really well put together. Yeah. Like it, it makes you question if you should be like, I, uh, man, do I even deserve to be writing comics? I mean, the art, the art is beautiful. Yes. The art in these Savage Shores is amazing. Uh, the story is really great. It's well put together. Um, if you missed our episode with Rim V, just as a plug for us, you should go back and watch it's really it good. or listen to it. Like it's uh, really he was good. Awesome. Yeah, he was awesome to talk yeah. to. The book as a whole is just a, is a joy. It's like a five it out is. of five star read. Yeah, it is. So I, I think I would recommend it to anyone because even if Bobby's not big into horror and it's, and it's termed a horror book, but I knew if it was too horror, he wouldn't like it. So I wouldn't have suggested it to him. So I was like, dude, you got to read this. It's super good. It's not necessarily a horror book. It's more like a, it's more like a, a, a we, it's like a, like a weird trippy take on mythology. Is yeah. what I would say that that book is. I really enjoyed it. It was great. It was great. I would say my second, fa- or I guess I'm not doing lists or whatever. But, but another, another book. Yes. Another book. I don't think you read it because it was a Kickstarter exclusive, but um, was Old Head from Kyle Starks. No, I, I did not read that one. I, you know what? I'll mail it to you. Or you could probably get one from Kyle. I'll, I'll buy one from Kyle because it, I'd like to support Kyle. He's great. It was great. It's, it's great? All right. It's great. It's really funny. Kyle, I love Kyle's art, even though like we asked him to do a Ninja Nun uh, variant cover for us. And he's like, guys, you know I'm not really good at this art stuff. But I love Kyle's art. It's very fun and playful and kind of cartoony. Um, it's basically the story is about this this kid who's in a lot of trouble as a youth, but he starts playing basketball and he's not the greatest basketball player, but he's just a really good fighter. That's why he gets into basketball, because he fights all the time. So he turns his love of fighting into a love of basketball and manages to like eke out a professional career as like a role player. His grandmother passes away. He goes to the house to sign over the will and Dracula lives in the house in the big spooky castle above their neighborhood. So then he's got to go basically fight Dracula. It's really, really, That's it's awesome. really good. Like, it's very funny. It's very well done. I really enjoyed it. I read that, I guess, midway through the pandemic, and it was it was a fun read. It was a really good book. Kyle's, I think Kyle's a genius. Like, when people go, oh, man, you know, writing funny books is really hard. I'm like, Kyle does it. Kyle does it very easily. Like, I think Kyle Starks is one he's, of the... Is, he's super charming though yeah. like he's like it's just part of his personality i think and you think he's one of the i think he's one of the best humor writers in comics me too i would agree um and i've only read like sex castle and um um a little less funny rock candy mountain was not as like funny but like the story there was awesome and like yeah. the art and the colors were great um well that's I'm chris really schwarzer 
Schweitzer, I think that's yeah. how you say his name. Yeah. Um, but I mean, and you're and what you're saying reminds me of, um, and I'm not a big basketball person, but I remember is it Bill Lambeer, the Piston that used to fight all the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it sounds like Bill Lambeer in in, in a Dracula book. Yeah, so it's, it's really of, good. It's very well done. Kudos to you, Kyle Starks. Kudos to you. Um. I would say one of my favorites that was a, a shocker for me is because I'm not usually I, I don't dislike them, but I it's it's usually hard for me. But our good friend Pat Shand put out a book called Destiny New York. Yeah, um, and I liked that one a whole lot because it's um it's kind it kind of has a like a Buffy vibe to it, mm -hmm. like Buffy the. But if Buffy were kind of like I don't want to say better, but like different, if Buffy were different, <laughs> if Buffy was kind of enjoyable. Me, Yes. Well, I mean, there, there's things about Buffy that take me out of it, and I'm going to get booed for that. Like, boo this man. But I mean, yeah, whatever. There's things about Buffy that take me out of it that make me not, like, because I watched the first season, I was like, um, and and to be fair, I never watched beyond the first season. I've seen bits and tidbits here and there um, when like Seth Green was on, like that. But I, I was never a huge Buffy fan, and not because I didn't want to be, because everyone I knew was. It was because the first season with the whole thing with the master and all of a sudden someone's like, Oh, but she dies. And I was like, yeah, but like, it's kind of corny. Like I, I, whenever you kill a character off and then they come back, I always find it to be corny. If, if we did that to metal dead. shark, bro, but he wasn't actually dead. Like he was in a coma. Like true. So, I just, just thought that I'd throw that in there. Yeah. So like, that's why I was like, Oh, don't, don't, if you kill the character, let the character stay dead. That's why we didn't bring Beastlebra back or anything. Because yeah. when you bring when you bring characters back, it it, it kind of loses some of the um, fear that you might kill characters. So, um, Destiny New York was great. So I really enjoyed it. Um, the art's good. Um, it's a black and white book. So that that's a that's a change of pace. I, I I normally would say I I have a harder time with black and white books. What so if it's a black and white hardcover? <laughs> I don't know. See, you got me in a you got me in a conundrum there, sir. That's um, tough, it, right? It depends because like I read The Walking Dead when mm -hmm. it first came out, and and that's because I worked at Barnes and Noble, so I had I, I had read the shit out of The Walking Dead, and was recommending it to other people um, because I because I liked it so much. But like some people couldn't get into it because it was black and white, and that was weird to me because it's Tony Moore's art was amazing because he did the first I think 10, 12 issues something like something that. like that. Yeah, but like the, the I, I would was like okay i got to issue seven said so i'm just gonna start buying trades at this point okay. i'm not gonna keep buying singles um because if you could order i could order the singles through the store but i was like i was at four dollars a book or whatever it was five dollars a book i'm paying five dollars for a black and white book i can pay up for a different floppy which is where my mind went and i'm just I gonna did. start buying the trades by the time i picked up the first trade it was all tony more than the second trade i bought was charlie adler so it was a weird shift yeah for me in the artwork because i I, I wasn't as used to Charlie Adler's art style. Like Penny Moore had a way of drawing everybody differently than Charlie Adler did. So um, black and white is just for me a, a hard sell because of that reason. Cause the colors help me differentiate which characters, which okay. this is the, especially if you keep the same, keep the same artist. I probably wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have had a problem, but I, I don't know what happened on walking dead to be honest, but like, it wasn't the same artist anymore. So it makes things confusing and black and white makes things confusing for me as a reader. So. <laughs> That's what I was getting That's to. Funny. There's a lot of explanation for that it's, shit. It's fine. It's it was a long way to go for black and white confuses me. Yes. That, I should have just said that. But you, you made know? it you made it work though, in only the way that you can, Kevin Cuff. That's one of the things <laughs> I love about you. Um I guess my next book technically isn't a book at all. It's a webcomic. 
uh, and it's done by Chaz Pangburn and um, Angela. What's her? An Angela Oddling. Oddling. R.I.P. You and me. I love R.I.P. You and me. It's Chaz. I've always seen the things Chaz has posted because That's... I don't like to look. I'm, I'm weird. I'm not gonna want to like read anything on the computer. Well, Chaz, at, when so... Chaz, um, when Chaz launched it, he's the editor for Metal Shark Bro. He's like, hey, you got to read this. And I read it, and I really enjoyed it. It's like a spooky Annie Hall. It's like a, it's it's like uh, it's it's really wonderful. It's about like love and love dying, you know? Oh, okay. Like, like they break up, right? Yeah. The witch and the skeleton. Guy. Yeah, it's yeah. about the, the breakup. The, you know, they do go into stuff of their of their relationship in the past and the present, and but it's really really well done, and I really enjoy it. It's on webtoons. It's called R.I.P. You and Me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of Chaz and Angela for doing it. I think it's a really great book uh, and it's awesome. So yes, that's one of my favorite things of the year. One of my favorite comics, which is weird for me because it's a web comic. And I think in my whole life, I've probably only read like five web comics. So that's, that's it's weird because I don't think that's the way that you and I like to consume comics. So like, oh, I'm, I'm not um, a big fan of, uh, of the scrolling down cause I just get impatient and I just want it to be over because <laughs> i just wonder like when is this gonna end like when can i stop scrolling well i think we were gonna try and do a webtoon at one point but not anymore obviously we yeah. <laughs> yeah. i think, think we i think now webtoons is gonna be like you guys don't even read webtoons why would you i do that? i just mentioned that i it's one of my favorite comics of the year <laughs> webtoons so r.i.p you and me i just it's just it's a I, i'm not used to consuming comics in that fashion that's right, that's my problem with yeah. it, and 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 I haven't read it. I'm sorry, Chaz. I'm gonna apologize now. Um, I'm not a dick. I just, I just <laughs> haven't had time to read that. Like, I, I, if it's a book and I can hold it in my hand, I'm I'm all about it. So when they put when they make the Kickstarter, you know, I'll back it for sure, and, and I'll definitely read it. Um, so my next one would be probably White Ash by Charlie Stickney oh, and Connor yeah, that's Hughes. A good one. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. it, it's. And, and that's one you haven't read, so that's funny. It's it's weird that what we bounce between and what we've read and what we suggest to each other to read, because I told Bob he would like this book. Um, it's a really interesting take. It's kind of like, what if um, elves, and I think the, the log line they have for it's a little confusing because it says Twin Peaks. I don't really get like a Twin Peaks vibe. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not a big Twin Peaks fan. So if that's your log line, I'm out. <laughs> I'm just not I mean I love David just, Lynch I'm just not a Twin Peaks guy like I never got into it what's your favorite Lynch movie Dune you're gonna say Dune no Dune's not a great movie um, it's okay I like Dune I think my favorite one is um, Wild at Heart that is my favorite that is my favorite Lynch movie as well and yeah. and my second favorite is probably Mulholland Drive once you figure out what's going on yeah it took me two watches to figure out the whole thing. And then once you figure it out, you're like, oh, another Lynch movie that's weird that I liked was, uh, have you ever seen that movie Existence where you have to plug like the video game into yourself or whatever no. with Jennifer Jason Lee and um, Ewan McGregor? It's such a weird game, dude. A weird movie. Like it's about a video game or whatever. They plug it into their belly buttons. It's That's weird. Yeah, no. Uh, wild yeah, like you I have also, an umbilical also, cord that attaches you to it. I also like Blue Velvet too. Blue Velvet's a fantastic movie. Yeah, so um, hence the blue yeah, velvet. I mean, hence the blue velvet um, gag in um, an MSB in with Ramsey. Volume two. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's see here. I'm gonna write I mean, this. I'm gonna write this down. What we have so far. Okay. Paper. 
We have, um, I have paper everywhere, but it's like, I don't know if it's important for my kids in school or I'm just gonna grab a piece right here. So, so far we have, um, we have the, the Savage, Savage Shores, which technically came out last year. Yeah, I mean, whatever. We read it this year, so it counts. Damn it. We also had um, Old Head. Yep. And then you said uh, Destiny New York. Destiny New York. Mm-hmm. And then I said R.I.P. You and Me. R.I.P. You and Me. And then you said White Ash. I said White Ash. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's five. I th- I'm. You know what? I'm good with that. <laughs> like we could stop there. Yeah, we can stop at five, right? I mean, I also liked. I also liked um, Nocturnal Commissions by McNamara and Hinkle. I haven't read like, that yet. Uh, I haven't okay. read that yet. You there, would like that one too. I, well, I like McNamara, and I yeah. like how I like how a lot of these books are people we like. Like, oh, I, like Ram V's cool. Kyle's great. Uh, Pat Shan's awesome. Chaz is wonderful. And Charlie's great. So like, these are people that we enjoy. They're people that we like and we like what they do. So that's, yeah. that's, a, that's, that's, that's the fun part about comics. I think that's one of the cool things about this show for us is we, we don't invite people on to like. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there are things that I haven't read that I think could make my list and I'm going to like anticipated books of 2020 that I just haven't read yet. What's that? Let's, Let's hear those. Uh, well, one of those would be Pulp. Pulp is Pulp is great. I, I like want to read Pulp, so I'm going to write that down. Okay. Um, there's also um, what Blue and Green, which Blue I and Green. I, I just I just got that for today, for my birthday. Oh, hey, happy birthday! So that's something that's anticipated that I'd like to read that I might put on my list. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else upstairs. Um, that I need to read that I'm I'm kind of chomping at the bit to read. You know what I want to read that I heard was good is um uh that Jimmy Olsen book by Fraction and Steve Lieber. I heard that that was good. So Yeah, so but you, that's a that's yeah. not an indie thing, so we can't put that on the list. No, but I mean that's something that you want to read, so It's something I um, want to read. Um Bitter Root. I've I think heard good things like about that. Yeah, do you have do I, you I, have I that? bought that. Yeah, I bought it um when we went to the mountains and I read half of it and then I forgot to read the other half because it was in my <laughs> I packed it. So like it was in the suitcase and and like I was like, Oh, I knew I forgot something. I was reading this and I forgot. Um something is killing the children, um, which Amy from Pulp Seven One Six recommended to me. So that's gonna be on your anticipated of twenty. Oh no, I read it. I read it. Oh, so but it didn't make your list. It didn't make my list because because like you, I'm not the biggest horror fan. Now I will say this: given that the craft in the book, the 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 way that the comic is is told and made is is exceptional. It's very okay. it's very well done. Um, so the reason why I would say it didn't make my list is because uh, it leaves you at a cliffhanger. It's it's definitely made for more. So uh-huh. when you just kept past the first trade, you're like, okay, like there's something going on here and I don't know what. So all the unanswered questions that are, are left, the threads that are left hanging leaves me saying like, I don't know. It depends on where these go as okay. to how much I like what's going to happen here. Okay. Which I'm sure we've all been in that spot. Oh, yeah, where, no, totally. where they take us. Um, I also want so. to add to my list of things that I'd like to read that I'm probably, you know what? I'm going to buy it right now. I think is um, Dracula Motherfucker by uh, Alex DeCampi and Erica Henderson. That sounded awesome. Yeah, yeah. that sounded yeah. awesome. And yeah. just the title's great. Yeah. Dracula I mean, it's, but I think like, I like the idea of it because that and Pulp and then what, Brubaker and Phillips have another book that just came out. 
reckless. Yeah. So yeah. like, uh, and I think it's also another because Dracula seventy two page graphic novel. Yes. Uh, is that the is that the future of the industry? Like, is that where we're going? And if that's the I case, hope then because so, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're you know, good. so I want to put Dracula MF on here. Okay. And that's I want to read... Alex DeCampi's good. Yeah, and so is Erica Henderson. And I also want to put on my list, I got to get it from Scout. I wonder if they'll just send us books, right? Like, if we just, hey, can you send us a couple books? Yeah, I mean, like, maybe we if we'll, we'll talk about it on the pod, it doesn't hurt them. We big time as fuck, right? What did you um, want to read? Um, Atlantis isn't built for tourists. I but... backed the Kickstarter. I have that book. I, I read it, um, like... When it came when it came in the mail, I read it because I, I really... also got No Angel with it, okay, the, uh, or whatever the book is that he did with his yeah, sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever Eric Eric Palicki did with um, Adrian Palicki. Yeah. Um, so um, I I'm like I, I read uh, the No Angel book first, and then I put Alanis is, isn't built for tourists in my to read pile, and I read some of it, but it's so long ago now I don't remember what I read because that's what happens when you're when you have stuff from the because what ended up happening just to be honest is my hardcover of baltimore came in so um, <laughs> so i mean going back to the original discussion is like i i, I like instantly was like oh baltimore like because oh hardcover <laughs> <laughs> yeah my my brain just jumped to that because it's a mignola hardcover so of course i'm gonna want to read that so. you know what i think that's a great place to end i think you're right sir that's a great place to end oh hardcover oh hardcover what have you done to me now? There you go. Um, so that is everything. Um, thank you so much, guys, for listening. That's our top five of the year. The Savage Shorts just technically came out last year, which is something that you can expect from a podcast who forgot their login handle for their original Twitter account. <laughs> so it's very much on brand for us. Uh, Old Head by Kyle Starks, Destiny New York, which I, I forgot to throw in, is just got announced as being a monthly via Black Mask. Which is amazing. So we'll have to have, you know what, an excuse to have Pat Shan back on the podcast. I mean, any excuse to have yeah. Pat back on is a good one. R.I.P. You and Me and then White Ash. Those are our five, the Word Bros top five of the year. I'm going to throw out an honorable mention here because I haven't read it yet, but I want to read it. I'm just trade waiting it. Is Rich Duick. Yes, uh, see his is, souls. It, yes, yeah, I, I, that's I on my list too. That's weird because I was thinking about that book because he just sent out uh, issue two in your check your email. I'm sure you got it in your email. And then I read I read the um, the first one Road was good. Bones. The, man, I read the Road of Bones thing he did uh, uh-huh. issue by issue, and it was awesome. And I that's... really I really dug it. And I went and got the trade to support Rich. Uh, and I really thought it was a super interesting, super unique take on horror. But that's last um, year. We can't put that on this year's list. I mean, it's something I read, and I, I was. All right, well, then let's gonna... put it on the list. Rich Duick, Road of Bones, Road of Bones. Okay. And then what we'll do too is we'll throw CSROs. Is it called? No, no. We'll throw Road of Bones on here, and then we'll throw Metal Shark Bro Volume Two on there too, so we can say we made a top <laughs> list. Okay, Metal Shark Bro. Yeah. Volume Two. Yeah. Yeah. We're recommending our own book. Is that like? Yeah. Is that slightly? Is no. that slightly? Yeah, no. 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 <laughs> of course we're slightly biased it didn't we didn't say i was gonna say it was my favorite book of the year at least i didn't do that right <laughs> that that's where we're that's where we're gonna cap it folks five dog used to say and if i ever went solo my favorite mc would be me <laughs> so you have to keep that it's you are great you are great in the, words, uh, in the words of Fife Dog, uh, we're great. 
So yeah, still he put it a little <laughs> bit more eloquently than that, but yeah. So Kevin, enjoy the rest of your day, man. Have a happy birthday. Thank you, sir. And uh, I hope you had a happy birthday. It yesterday. was it was lovely. I got this. I got my peanuts watch. I know. I saw the picture. It's it's amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I've been telling time obnoxiously all day today. Like, oh, what time is it? Oh, it's a uh, 4:53 right now. Your wife's uh-huh. gonna tell you it's time to go hold the football in a minute, and you're gonna be <laughs> flat on your ass. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe. That was a good joke. All right, so we're out of here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with the Ferguson boys, Lee, the the father duo team, uh, Lee, Lee and Drew, Lee and Drew Ferguson, talking about Sam and his talking gun. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Word Bros. Have a happy and because this episode will come out during Christmas week. Have a happy and safe Christmas and have a happy holidays. And we'll talk to you soon. Happy holidays. Buy some of these books that we just recommended. Of course, you should. Especially Metal Shark Bro. <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.